That's the Brock Green Diana Palmer's book, Wyoming Rugged, Chapter 4. Blair looked down at Nikki at the glorious beauty of her young face with the spray from Old Faithful hit her, and she laughed. She held up her hands, enjoying the mist. She was so young. His heart clenched at the sight she made. Other men, even married ones, were staring at her, their expressions as revealing as Blair's. Nikki's was like spring personality. <laughs> personified. The spray was making patterns on her bodice under it. Her nipples were hard from the cool string sting of water. She laughed, glancing at two young men nearby who were staring at her so intently that Blair felt them so bristle. The way they were staring at her was disturbing. One of them started to move closer, smiling like a predator. Stopped what she was doing and glanced at Blair worthy. Come here, Blair said in a hushed tone and curved her into his side, holding her so that her soft breasts were pressed gently into the warmth of his broad chest. Gave the approaching man a glare, so hot that he went back to his bread. They quickly left the guys there. Why were they staring at me like that? She asked under her breath. He looked down at her wide, curious gray eyes. Eyes like a September fog. He thought to himself, soft and warm, and full of dream. Blair, she promptly he bent his head so that his lips were right against her one one. Your body is reacting to the mist, but they thought it was to them. He said it through his teeth. He didn't like other men staring at him, especially the one who started to talk to you. I don't understand. She was forsaken by the feel of this powerful body so close to her own, with every thud of his heartbeat right against her. He drew back, black eyes, and stared down at her eyes when they were glittering from some under. Finally, don't you? Yes, and he moved away from her, just a breath, his eyes on her bodice. She looked down at herself, but she didn't see anything that disturbed someone. Her fine eyes searched this. She was so damn innocent that he wanted to throw back his head and scream. She didn't know. She had no idea what secrets her body was betraying. He half turned to her. I'll explain it to you when we get back to the car. Watch the guys. His arms contract. Press her cheek against his broad chest. Wear hard muscles and soft, cushy hair under his cotton shirt. She loved the way it felt being close to him. The people around him vanished. The geyser was erupting, and she hardly noticed it. Blair's arms were strong and comforting, and just for these few minutes, they were the only two of them in the world. <laughs> it was a moment out of time, out of space, when the impossible seemed possible. She closed her eyes, savoring his breath against her forehead, drinking in the sexy masculine scent of his cologne, loving the warmth of him against the faint chill of early spring air. Blair was trying not to notice his own body's reaction to Nikki. She was 16 years his junior. They were a generation apart, but her breasts were firm and soft, and he wanted to touch them with his mouth. She needed a younger man. Her heartbeat was so strong, she was shaking. He could feel it. She was strong and breathed normally. Looked out at her pretty bow-shaped mouth. Wondered if she'd ever been kissed by anyone who knew how. Gosh, that was great. A young boy was waiting for nearby. Can we stay until it goes off again, Dad, please? There was a detail. Sorry, kiddo. We got hotel reservations and billings, and it's almost an eight-hour drive. Aw, Dad! The voices drifted away. Blair moved back from Nikki. He heard his eyes. We better get moving, too. He had it. It's a long drive home. It really was something to see, she said, not quite meeting his eyes. I'll remember it all my life. Truth be told, the geyser wasn't what she remembered, but she wasn't about to confess that to him. He put her in the car and said, in beside her. You said you'd tell me what happened at the geyser, she reminded him. <sighs> he stared at her quietly, his black eyes narrowed something. Nikki, what do you know about men? Could be written on the head of a straight pin. He said, you don't have a clue what, what is going on. 
You could just tell me to drop this mouth. His big hand tossed her long blonde hair. Affectionately. It would sound stark. So, Sister Jack, you're my friend. I am. <laughs> Honey, a woman's body gives away secrets. The spray hit your blouse and the tips of your breast went hard. She flushed. She did And? <laughs> and cold water isn't the only thing that makes them that way. Desire has the same effect. You were getting some pretty intense attention from two men nearby, especially when he smiled at them. They thought it was a come on. He added quietly. I didn't know. Grace, bring that here. She burned her eyes and pulled her off track. Oh, gosh, she grimaced. I went all the way through college. I didn't know that about my own body. She added miserably. I shouldn't have said anything, he said with Nikki. I never meant to embarrass you, I'm sorry. She shifted her eyes out the window as she fought down, raging, self-conscious. They never talked about things like that in Hell's class, she said. Dad never had that sort of conversation with me, and Edie's just as repressed as he is. I didn't know. He pulled her into his arms and wrapped her tight, wearing his face and throat against her soft hair that smelled well. You're so uninhibited, he wrote. I love it. Men want you, honey. It's a very natural reaction. You're very pretty. She drew in a breath, so happy that she could have died of it. She sheltered in his arms, feeling safe, secure, her face nestled in his warm throat. She had to fight the hunger to kiss it. She breathed in the male scent of him. Kitty and delight. Does it always happen when women feel desire? She asked in a husky shadow. Yes. Does it happen to men too? She asked suddenly. She choked. Yes. But well, men's well in other places as well. Her face was like, Blair, I'm not that dim. Never mind, Amuse. We'll leave that discussion for another time right now. He said, Moving We need to get home. It'll be dark before we get there. She buckled her teeth. Thanks, Blair. She said without losing. What? Explaining it to me. She's like, I'm just grass great. We all were once, nigga. Don't sweat it. She drew in a long breath and her fingers went to the bracelet. Thanks for my bracelet, too. She like, I'm sorry the hotel brought back sad memories for you. I went into it thinking it would be the perfect marriage. She's out. I remember you were engaged and you were so happy. I hoped that it would be good marriage, that you'd have kids and she'd take care of you. Stop. Sorry. She's like, look. Will there be any more animals in the road to stop and look at, do you think? Yes, he did. Some perhaps. Well, we're going back another way. We probably won't see many. I'll keep my eyes peeled for deer, just the same, Janet. I remember one of Daddy's friends ran into one on the highway, totaled his car, and almost killed him. The deer ran away, but he found it dead the next day in a ditch near the accident. They can cause serious injuries, he agreed. Do you hunt? She asked him. I don't have the time, he said. Business takes up most of my life. His face hurt. I haven't had time for a lot of things. If I'm hiding at home from men after you're hiding, aren't you hiding in your business from life? She wondered aloud, then ground her teeth together and having much such I'm sorry, remark. Personal remark. I'm sorry, Blair. I shouldn't have said that. His hand had contracted on the steering wheel, so the knuckles were white, but it's so like one time I didn't hide, I had my heart torn out of me. He said cool, never again. She went at the raw anguish in his tone. He loved his wife. It must have been pure hell to end up like this, to lose her, but it hurt to hear him say that. About Elise, Nicky loved him, and he was never going to love her back. She swallowed. She hated his wife for the way she treated him, but there was no accounting for human emotions. People couldn't help who they loved. She thanked him. Isn't there a chance that she might come back? She asked quietly. She wanted him to be happy, even if it wasn't her. 
I don't want to talk about it anymore. The way he said it went through her like an arrow. He'd never used that tone with her in all the time they'd known each other. She started to apologize again and thought better of it. Turned her attention out the window and watched the landscape passing by until darkness fell over it. The long, silent ride home after that. Pulled up in the driveway of the Aston Ranch. She didn't wait for him to open the door. She climbed out and went ahead of him through the front door. The television was on the living room. She had a glimpse of her father's blonde hair where Blair caught her arm. Pulled right back out the door. Closed the game down ahead of her. Didn't like it's hard for me to talk about her, he said. I'm not used to sharing things, personal things with anyone, but that's no excuse for snapping at you. No way I did, I'm sorry. It's okay, Swinton. I won't do it again. She forced a smile and moved away from him, went inside. She called her father before she made an excuse and went up to her bed. She managed to hold the tears back until then. When she got up the next morning after a sleepless night, her face showed the ravages. Gravity. She couldn't come camouflage. She even with makeup. She went downstairs and hesitated at the dining room. Nobody was up except Blair. He was sitting at the table dressed in a gray slacks and a yellow knit dress, designer shirt, sipping black coffee. He looked up when he heard her. His own face looked more as well. Good morning, he said. Good morning, she replied. Is Ida up? He said, I'll make coffee. Thanks. She went into the kitchen and fetched a cup from the cupboard. She poured herself a cup of coffee when she felt the warmth of his big body behind her. Hands went to her waist and tightened. She was his breath in the back of her head. You didn't sleep, did you? He asked deeply. She said, I said stupid things. He turned around and faced him. He didn't let go of her. So did I. So, stupid, hurtful thing. I can't leave like this. Not with you hating me. I don't hate you, she meant. She was met her long blonde hair. Black eyes and her. It's hard for me to share things. I keep it all inside. I hate my marriage. I remembering it. I know. It was my fault. I should never have brought it up. He drew a long breath. His eyes had dark circles beneath them. He looked so tired. She reached up impulsively and smoothed the frown between his eyes. Don't brood so much, she said softly. Her eyes were Life is sweet. Every day is a miracle. You have to look ahead, not back. Blair, one big thumb, smoothed over her soft mouth. His eyes were all into him. So they say, he applied quiet. I'm going to apply for that job at your mining company. She said to the perk man, There, how's that for getting out of the house? <laughs> Nikki, there's a field geology position. The pollen. No, not that one. She corrected the clerk's position, you know. Filing and stuff in an office. You're overqualified for it. She shrugged. Hey, it's a job, right? She teased. It isn't a clerk position, it's a personal assistant position in the vice president's office. He hasn't started interviewing for it. You want the job, it's yours. That wouldn't be fair. He put his thumb squarely over his I own the damn company. I can hire who it please. His thumb was the survey. Um, her heart kicked into a brush. All right, but if the knives come out from other women who wanted the job, send them to me. I'll deal with it. Okay, thanks. I know. You haven't worked before, have you? I've worked for Dad, she counted, keeping the books at home, finally doing computerized searches, things like that. I type very fast. <laughs> that isn't what I mean, he said. You haven't had to hold down a nine-to-five job five days a week. He looked It's a grind for somebody in good health. Here she came up. Teddy Roosevelt had terrible asthma. He exercised and pushed himself and did amazing things. I could follow his example. He looked an eye me. Okay, but try not to overdo it. You make me the same promise that she tried. He's like, you're the only confidant I have. He said, I don't want to lose you. 
her heart jump, but she tried not to read too much into the impulsive comment. She couldn't back then. I'm not robust, but I'm stubborn. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, then. Have a safe trip home. He not answered her. We'll go back to Yellowstone another time. We'll see the mud flaps. Flats and the other geysers maybe up to Harding, Montana, and walk over the little bighorn battlefield. I like that. Maybe you're right. Maybe I do hide behind my business. She's fine. If I can stop hiding, so can you. He laughed nervously. You sure said and done. Drive safely. I'm flying. He put out. Well, fly safely. <laughs> oh, well. He hesitated and started to say something else when he heard footsteps. He let Nikki go and opened them. I hear breakfast making its way to the table. <laughs> she laughed. So do I. Let's go grab it. It was several weeks before she saw Blair again. He was in the middle of a conference in Colorado and stopped by to talk to her father about a new drill site. You should stay overnight, Nikki said, worrying by the gaunt look at him. Don't have time, honey. In between meetings. What's the next one? Monday in Los Angeles. It's Saturday, she reminded. You can get up early tomorrow and fly out, can't you? That gives you a whole day before the meeting. He's <laughs> sure, but uh, worry, worry. been. How's the new job? Yes, she's my. It's nice, she said. Mr. Jacobs is a wonderful boss. His old assistant still works for the company, just in another office. As an executive, she's been teaching me the job in her spare time. I like the people there, too. <laughs> I ain't picked Jacobs for the job, mainly because he knows how to keep his mouth shut. He said pointedly, I see she teased. That would include secrets like how I got my job. He chuckled softly. Something like that. Not that I think there would be gossip. Most of the executives know I'm best friends with your family. They figure I owe him a favor if anything was said about it. She just not ain't Any nice single men over there? He asked with three quarters like I. There's a guy from San Francisco. He said he sits with me at lunch in the cafeteria sometimes. He didn't like that, but didn't dare let us go. Young guy, he asked pointedly. Well, a few years older than me, she said. Yes, but in the same generation, I gather. He added, he stretched and groaned. God, I ain't flying. No wonder if you have to be all scratched up in a seat for hours on end, even in an executive jet, she added. If I didn't own the jet already, I'd buy one. He said, well, I hate commercial flights. The last time I had to take one, the only seat available was in economy. He made a fuss. I sat next to a woman with baby in one seat and a five-year-old in the seat beside her. He talked nonstop, and I mean nonstop, from Seattle to Fort Worth. <laughs> she laughed out loud. Oh, you poor man, she said. It almost put me off kids for good. Almost? He shook his mind. I love kids, usually. I hadn't slept in 24 hours, and I had a sense of side inspection at the time as well. Fine. Didn't do that. Any good? She goes, nah, no good at all. So you're staying, she had an eating made chocolate pound cake. She said, damn. Her eyebrows are so from around. I can't leave when there's chocolate pound cake, mother. Let me write my weeks about what old she She just screamed. Blair sat and watched television with Todd and Nikki until late. There was a movie on pay-per-view that they all liked. Funny adventure one. She loved to hear Blair laugh. He did it with his whole heart. His eyes shimmered. The sexy broad mouth tucked up in both ends of his chest. He, Nikki wondered if he did everything that wholeheartedly. She loved to see him smile because he did it so rarely. Her father got a phone call just then. Went to his office because it was from the other side of the world, he said. Nikki walked up with Blair to the guest room. You look well, despite the pollen. He mute. She laughed. I use my meds these days. I don't want to cost you or the company money by taking too many sick days. Move a step closer until your chin up. Is like, you're sick. You stay home. I'll know if you don't. 
I won't be happy about it. Now is the worry word. She does. You're fragile, young lady. He's a chase of that dollar trip is one of them. I don't want you to take chances on my talk. That finger was a right egg. It made her pulse dance. And then it made her breathing come quick and jerky as if she'd been running. She flushed it in and laughed. I won't take chances, I promise. He drew a long breath. So he was harder than she'd seen in a long time. What's wrong? She said, can I help? His face It's Elise, he said gruffly. Your ex-wife? She told him. You know, she wants her alimony allowance raised again. She can't afford the right contour garments to suit her lifestyle, she says. He said it with utter disgust. <laughs> he was recalling Nikki's delight over an inexpensive bracelet when Elise had never thanked him for a single thing he bought her. Nicky didn't know what to say. He looked defeated, like down, and her expression melted with a hurt again way. During her breath, the man smiled. I don't cope with it well, he said. My attorneys handle the requests and forward the checks. I have no contact with her at all. That suits us both just fine. <laughs> she just stared up at him. Her expression went almost great. Why is money so important to some people, she asked. You really can't take it with you when you go. Why buy fancy clothes to impress other people who are wearing fancy clothes trying to impress you? He chuckles over. What a way to phrase it, phrase it, he said. Fakers, faking, faker, she said, pursing her lips, her gray eyes wrinkled. It's like a con game with clothes. He threw back his head and left. There, that's much better, she said. It's as long as you He changed the black clouds away every time I see you. What a rare gift, Nikki. Encourageable optimist, she said with regret. It's contagious. <laughs> it must be. I felt like 10 miles of rough road when I walked in the door. Get a good night's sleep, then you can have a day to get to California and a night to rest there before you jump back into negotiations again. Good idea. <laughs> I hope you sleep well, he said. I always do here, he said. Even the night sounds are soothing. No ambulances, no police sirens. You live in Billy's, she called, yes. It's close to the office. She didn't say what she was thinking. It was too close. Spent far too much on the job. Too little time enjoying it. I have to fly to Cancun next week for trade talks. He said, go with me. Her lips parted on the Me? Go with you? His expression confused her. Yes, with me. She bit her lower lip. She wanted to go. Desperately. How would I look? Always eager. Should have added you that your father is also involved with the trade talks at the hotel. We'll be saving it was like the sun coming out early. Really, I look out for you, Miss Aston. Old-fashioned ideals and all. I'm sure your father will prove. He added with a glimmer of amusement of the care I take of his daughter's reputation. Don't tease, he said, blushing. Honey, I like you just the way you are, he said softly. He bent and brushed his mouth over her softly. Sleep back. You too. Oh, gosh, Blair, I can't go. I have my job. She like, suddenly remembered her commitments. Jacobs won't be in the office Friday and Monday, so we'll leave Thursday. Come on Monday. You won't need to be at work when he isn't. Just make sure. Just to make sure I'll have a talk with him. You'll think I asked you. No, we won't. You're close for a few seconds. Saving the touch of her softening, but stop worrying. He bent again. His mouth hovered over her lip for a few eighteen seconds before he lifted to press a tender kiss on her forehead. He let her go abruptly, went into his room, loosened the door between them. Nikki went down the hall to hers, almost floating. He wanted to take her to Canton, but more exciting than that was the way he held her. He wanted to kiss her, and not chastenly. She saw it in his face. She was so excited that she didn't sleep a wink all night when she got up 
far too early. Her eyes were bloodshot and she was moving like a zombie. And no matter the kids told, Good, hello, what happened to you? She explained, Didn't sleep a week? She confessed, laughing. Oh, dear, are you all right? Yes, yes, my legs are fine. Nikki corrected. The woman didn't sleep. I'll tell you all about it later, she said, because until her father agreed that she could go, she wasn't leaving the country with Blair, regardless of her feelings for him. A chapter would be just the thing to keep her from throwing herself at him. They were halfway through breakfast the next day before her father glanced at her with a raised eyebrow. I heard we're going to Cancun next week. He mused. He laughed and glanced at Blair, whose eyes were glimmering with amused pleasure. That's what I hear, too, she said. We both think you need to make a holiday, Blair told her. The trade talks will only take a day or so. We'll have time left to explore. I could use a vacation myself, and I know Todd could. The UKN Peninsula is fascinating. There are Mayan ruins, and our hotel was right on the Gulf of Mexico. There's a long, beautiful beach. It sounds lovely, she replied, although his reason for asking her to go away with him told her spirits just a little. It made it sound as if he was giving a child a treat. She was sure he probably meant it that way, too. He was determined to keep space between them because of his marriage, she supposed, because he'd been in love and the vicious woman had savaged his torque. Now he didn't trust his emotions, and he wasn't going to let another woman close, not even Nikki. But then she reminded herself Rome wasn't built in a day, so she smiled and listened to travel plans just as she hadn't a care in the world. End of chapter 4.